Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 14 of Soul Food where we're going to look at suspicion and having ill thoughts of other people. In this episode, inshallah, we'll look at the Qur'anic warning against suspicion and against having ill thoughts and evil thoughts about other people. We'll also look at what the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, says about suspicion and having an ill opinion of others. And then we'll look at a great Imam, Imam al-Haddad's counsel on the way that we should interact with one another and the way that we should perceive one another. And then lastly, we'll talk about how to have a good opinion of others and why we should have a good opinion of others So let's look at the Qur'anic warning against suspicion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اجْتَنِبُوا كَثِيرًا مِنَ الظَّنِّ بَعْضَ الظَّنِّ وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا وَلَا بَعْضُكُمْ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ آخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُوهُ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَوَّابٌ رَحِيمٌ That Allah says in Surah Al-Hujurat, Surah number 49, verse number 12, Believers, avoid making too many assumptions. Dhan, this this word for assumptions in Arabic is dhan, that you're assuming things about other people. Avoid making too many assumptions. Some assumptions are sinful. And do not spy on one another or speak ill of people behind their backs. Would any of you like to eat the flesh of your dead brother? No, you would hate it. So be mindful of God. God is ever relenting most merciful. And this is really important and the way that it relates to the state of our hearts and the way that it relates to this path of spiritual refinement is that our hearts are the lenses through which we see the world, see the things around us. The heart is really the way that we perceive and the way that we interpret things around us is often based on the state of our hearts. What does that mean? Is that a person who has a sound heart a person who has a beautiful heart, a refined heart, a luminous and radiant heart is someone who sees the best in things around them. So if a person has a sick heart and we ask Allah protection from that and that he helps us, but if a person has a sick heart, then they're going to look at everything around them as being sick. They're going to interpret even the best of actions as something that has an ulterior motive. But if a person has a sound heart, then the beauty that that heart has within it sees the beauty in other things around it. And this reminds me of uh, a saying that I would often hear from my teachers. They would say, Al-jameel yara kul shay jameel. That a beautiful person, a truly beautiful person, not just an outwardly beautiful person, but a truly beautiful person sees everything else as beautiful. 
that a person who has beauty in their heart sees the beauty in other things around them. And suspicion and assumptions about other people and having an ill opinion of them is something that's sinful and it's something that clouds and corrupts the heart and it increases the ugliness within the heart and interprets other things around it as ugly. The Prophet ﷺ said in a hadith narrated by Imam al-Bukhari and Muslims, really important. It's actually really scary, but it relates so much to the way that we deal with one another and the way that we interact with one another. He said hadith. He said, be careful of assumptions and suspicion because suspicion is the most untrue of thoughts. It is the most false of thoughts. So when we suspect, and what it means essentially is that we're dealing with one another, we see one another in the community, and we always talk about the importance of you know, brotherhood and sisterhood and loving one another for the sake of Allah. But then these kind of egotistical and uh, satanic thoughts enter into our hearts, right? So that we get upset with one another. We start to think the worst of one another. So you see a person say, oh, you know, they're always like this and that and the other. They're not trustworthy. Or that person always does this. And we start to make these assumptions and have ill thoughts about people, which becomes huge wedges and barriers in our hearts towards one another. The Prophet says, be careful of suspicion because it's the most false of speech, or the most false of thoughts rather. That it is the most false kind of thinking that you can have just to base things on assumptions. And we as believers, we're supposed to be people who are positive and optimistic and look for the best in things. And we do not allow that which we know to be true to be overtaken by assumptions and by suspicion. And we're supposed to assume the best in people. It's really interesting because just this very Ramadan, um, I had a situation where I was tested with suspecting something ill in another person. So we were praying Tarawih. Actually, we were praying Salat al-Isha. So it was before Tarawih and the time for Isha had come in. So we started praying Isha and I noticed a young man who was standing and he wasn't joining us for prayer. <laughs> and, you know, it kept bugging me, unfortunately, in my prayer. May Allah forgive us and guide us. But uh, it kept bugging me in the middle of the prayer. I'm like, this guy is just standing there. And he's not joining us for prayer. And he's just kind of like looking at us. And I was like, okay, if you're not going to pray, like at the very least hide the fact that you're not going to pray and go somewhere else. But he just stood there and he just wasn't praying. And, you know, we had continued in our prayer. And I was thinking it to myself. I'm like, man, this guy has no shame that he's just standing there not praying with us. And then, uh, you know, very shortly thereafter, someone, uh, he was standing not far from the, from the bathroom. Someone... Uh, exited the bathroom and he went into the bathroom to make his wudu and I realized that the guy didn't even have wudu so he couldn't join us for prayer but alhamdulillah I was really happy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed me my mistake and showed me the truth of the words of the messenger of Allah that suspicion is the most false of thoughts I was completely wrong 
in my assumption about this guy, assuming that he wasn't going to pray, assuming that he wasn't going to join us for prayer, when it was so simple that he just didn't have wudu. Like he couldn't join us and he was just standing there waiting for his opportunity to make wudu so that he could join us for the prayer. So we have to be careful about how we view other people and what we think about them. And that's a sign of, you know, seeing the best in them is a sign from having a healthy heart ourselves. Imam al-Haddad, a great uh, sage and scholar of, uh, th you know, the, the 12th Islamic century, he, he has a beautiful book called The Book of Assistance. He says, Think well of all Muslims and beware of thinking ill of any of them. The Prophet, may blessings and peace be upon him, has said, two traits, two quality traits are unsurpassed by any other good. In other words, they're the greatest of all good things. Two traits are unsurpassed by any other good. Thinking well of God, having a good opinion, having a good opinion and thinking well of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thinking well of his servants. So thinking the best about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thinking well of his servants. And he said, وسلم, and two traits are unsurpassed by any other evil, thinking ill of God and thinking ill of his servants. So this teaches us in this hadith that we need to think well of Allah we need to have the best opinion and understanding and certainty in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we trust God's knowledge and wisdom and uh, understanding over our own very limited perspective. That even when we're faced with difficulties in our lives, we have to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's wisdom is infinitely beyond our ability to perceive and to think well of other Muslims. Imam al-Haddad goes on to say, to think well of Muslims is to regard nothing they do or say as evil when it can be interpreted otherwise. So in other words, whenever there's a chance, when you have an opportunity to interpret something another believer does as good, then you have to interpret that as good. As long as, as, long as there's a reasonable room for interpretation. He says, if you cannot find a good interpretation for their action, in the case of sins, for example, then reproach them for committing them. Then, you know, remind them, say, you know, this isn't good. Like, don't, you know, and also when you remind them, you remind them in the best of ways. Like, this isn't good. Like, how could you do that? This is, this, you know, disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Imam al-Haddad also has a beautiful reminder here. He says, and believe that their faith will eventually drive them to refrain and that they will repent. That you should believe even when you see another Muslim doing something wrong, that you should know in your heart and believe and have the good opinion that their faith will drive them to change for the better. Not to write them off, not to judge them uh, eternally, not to damn them to hell like many people do, unfortunately. The believer looks at the long-term at the long-term result and hopes for the best for others. That they don't assume, okay, just because someone is sinning today or just because someone is doing something bad today that they have no hope, even if it's the most egregious of sins. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change their hearts. They can turn back as long as they have life. They have the opportunity to turn back to Allah. 
And then Imam al-Haddad talks about suspicion and thinking evil and thinking ill of others. He continues and he says, thinking ill of Muslims is to regard as evil those acts and words of theirs which are in appearance good. Now this is where it becomes really a spiritual disease of the heart is when a person sees others doing something good and then tries to interpret that in a way that is evil. He says, for example, you may see a Muslim who frequently prays, gives charity, and recites the Qur'an, and you think that he is only doing this so that people may see him and that his aim is wealth and social position. So that's someone doing something good, but then interpreting their good action in a way that's evil. This is really, I mean, this is really wretched, right? This is a really vile way to look at other people. Imam al-Haddad uh, finally says, this corrupt form of thinking occurs only to those who are inwardly vile and is an attribute of the hypocrites to assume things that are uh, ugly when people are doing things that are good. So whenever we see, like this is, this is a really serious moment of introspection and reflection. Whenever you see, whenever you assume some ugliness in another person, Take a moment to think about if that ugliness is actually something within you. Maybe it's not there. Maybe, you're the, maybe your lens is dirty, and therefore you're seeing things in a way that's dirty. If that's the case, then we have to work on that and clean that up. Now, a lot of people might be wondering, okay, so thinking well of others, thinking the best of others, interpreting what they're doing as good, as long as there's any room for interpretation, but does that mean that I am a person who should be gullible and let people take advantage of me and so forth? Absolutely not. What this pertains to is this pertains to things that don't affect you or don't affect anyone else's uh, safety or dignity, which is why the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, when it comes to marriage or business transactions or other things, is that is a time when a person can inform those who need to know about bad qualities that another person has. But aside from those exceptional circumstances, when we're not dealing with others or we're not, you know, we are not in a position where we have to trust them, we should assume the best about them. And that's the majority of people in our communities. That's the majority of people that we deal with. And now with like social media and the way that a lot of people deal with each other is to assume the worst to get upset with one another, to get frustrated with one another, to engage in argumentation, and all of these things have a negative effect on the heart. So having a good opinion of people doesn't mean that you're gullible, doesn't mean that you're taken advantage of, but you should assume the best whenever there's the ability to do so. And even in the case of someone doing something wrong, you still assume the best in their eternal well-being and say, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide them and they'll change and they'll turn back and they won't stay in this state that they're in currently. So that brings us uh, to the call to action. The call to action is that the next time someone does something that seems wrong to you, and it could be like something even really simple, like you call someone or you text someone and they don't get back to you immediately. You start to say, oh, they're avoiding me. What's up with that? But the next time something happens that, uh, you know, doesn't go our way or that we think is wrong, 
Make an excuse for them. Say, oh, what if they're busy? What if they're dealing with an emergency? What if their phone is dead? You know, what if their battery is dead? What if they can't, they haven't seen my message or whatever it may be? Just take a few moments to make an excuse for them. Just take a few moments to make an excuse for them. Because ultimately, you know, we're not responsible to, for judging others. Like our job is not to judge other people. Our job is to have hearts that are humble and that treat people with goodness. So the next time someone kind of might fall short in a right that they owe towards you or whatever it may be, just take a few moments and make an excuse for them. And inshallah, by doing so, we'll work towards curing our hearts and purifying our hearts of ill thoughts and ill thinking and suspicion of people. Jazakumullah kul khair once again for listening. Please keep us in your dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us in this Ramadan with real and lasting transformation and change in a way that is pleasing to Him. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.